What is up, profitable public speaking listeners? Mark Bird, the podcasting coach here, helping people to launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts. And one of the things we have to think about is how can we create the lives that we desire? We only get one shot at this. Public speaking is such a great path, but you still want to create that life that you desire with the public speaking and with everything else. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Our guest who joins us today, she helps ambitious professionals change from stuck in an unfulfilling career to a meaningful freedom lifestyle. She is also a best-selling author, two-time TEDx speaker, best-selling author, YouTuber, online course creator, and culture trainer. Our guest who joins us for this episode of Profitable Public Speaking is none other than Rachel Smets. Rachel, it is such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Mark. Wow, what a great introduction. Loved it. Loved it. Thank you so much. Rachel, I'm so happy to have you on the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast. And I mean, we only get one shot at life and it's important to create a life that we desire, that we love waking up to. And that really ties into public speaking because there are so many people who want to do it full time. It's just a matter of how do they do it. So I'm wondering if we could start off with the life side of the equation. If you could share with us how we can get on that path to living the life that we desire. Ah, interesting question. How do you, how you really start? That's actually exactly what I love to talk about and what I help my clients with because it's that moment that you're still in this job or a successful career or nine to five or, or something that on the outside, it's like, okay, yeah, you have it all, right? You have a good career, you have a good job, you have good money, you have you know, financial security, you're familiar with everything that you do, but it's not fulfilling you and you want to change it, but you're stuck because how do you step out of that comfort bubble? And that's the biggest fear, like, wait, I, I know what I'm good at, I'm earning my money, so how do, I, how do I do that? How do I step out of here to actually create the life that I desire? And it's that stuck moment that you're talking about right now, and that's, that's the hardest, it's because there's all of these fears coming at us, like fear of what's gonna happen, fear of the unknown, fear of failing, of course. Um, and fear of, yeah, what will other people say? You know, I mean, we, we do a lot of things for other people because, or, or because of we have to when we feel it's expected from us, but then we want to step out of there. So I think the first thing is, first of all, make a lot of people talk about it like, yeah, yeah, I want to change. I want to, you know, I want a different lifestyle and I want to change, but then the, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a hundred percent, you know, it's not like. So you have to be like super excited, like, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really deciding that I want to create another lifestyle for myself. So that, that moment, that decision, I think that's the key number one step because so many people talk about that, but it's really deciding like, okay, I am ready. I am ready to face those fears and to take those steps to actually do that. Does that make sense, Mark? Yeah. I mean when it comes to our different lifestyles that we want, I mean, there are these fears and uncertainties that mm. really make us um, like, how exactly do we, you know, we want this lifestyle, but then yeah. it's a matter of like stuff that stands in our way. So how can we in a sense get out of our own ways and not let this fear mm. hold us back? Yeah, that's, that's super important. And that's, that is really, um, a mindset thing it's a mindset sh shift really because 
the more you, you, you give control and power to that fear and to that inner voice of, of giving you feel like, oh, watch out for this and oh, what's going to happen? And, and what if you're not going to make it? And what if this and, you know, all of these inner voices that we have, it's all these fearful voices keeping us stuck. And so overcoming that and combating that, it's really, really a mindset. So it's really like learning to observe your thoughts because what is creating fear? Fear is created by your thoughts and everything, everything, everything starts with your thoughts. And just a really simple example. I mean, you're, you're, you're in bed at night, right? And you hear a sound and you have a thought, oh my gosh, there's a burglar. Just that thought, you start like getting really warm. You get kind of like shaky, kind of like really like anxious in your stomach. You get this nut in your, I'm like, oh my God, there's a burglar. Oh my God, what can I do? Your heart starts beating and well, I can't go on and on, but you just, you get the picture, right? You're really, really starting to get afraid. But how did you get so afraid? How did your heart start pumping? How did all of this happen? Because of a thought, because of a simple thought, oh my God, there's a burglar. It's like, you know, it's like where we come from, right? Our biology is like, oh, we're afraid of a, a tiger hunting us. But I mean, how, how big are the odds that a tiger is going to hunt us in the street right now? But mm -hmm. so I want to, you know, take the example of a burglar. But if, if, if you lay in bed and you hear a noise and you just think something like, oh, you know, it's something outside or it's a bird or it's a, an insect or I don't know, just something. And you just turn back over in your bed and you fall back asleep. So that thought, it, and that's the thing, you know, the thoughts in our minds is, is what is holding us back. And it's the thoughts in our mind that is creating all of that fear. And so the first thing, before you can actually take the steps to overcome the fear, the first thing is like really be aware and observe your thoughts. Like, okay, hold on. Why am I afraid? Oh, because I'm thinking this. Oh, why? What, what will our people say? Well, why do you care? It's your life. You know, and then, and then, and, and what if I fail? But what if you succeed? You know, it's a constant change. And for me too, I mean, I've been there, you know, I, I used to work in the corporate world and I was just, I was very successful on the outside, earning good money, but I just hated it. I felt miserable. So I really wanted to change. So I really started like, okay, um, what can I do? You know, and yeah, but this is comfortable and this is giving me money. Yeah. But you know, I want a different lifestyle. I want to be happy. I want to live a more meaningful life. Okay, but what about money? Okay, well, you know, I'm going to figure it out, you know, and it's a constant shift in your, in your thoughts. And being aware of that, that's like, that's the, 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 the key thing that I, that I teach my clients as well, because a lot of times we're not aware that we're actually putting all these fearful thoughts in our minds, you know, so being aware of that and then learning to shift it, that's when you can start like, okay, now I'm taking control here and not let the fear control you. And I really love the way that Rachel depicts fear because we fear things that haven't really happened. Like, you know, there could mm. be a tiger, there could be a burglar mm. coming after us, but we act as if it's certain. We act as if we mm. got to look behind our backs each time. And it really relates to if you are pursuing public speaking or if you are pursuing being a best-selling author, you have the scenario, well, what if I do this and I lose my job and I can't mm. make up the income? And that's a big fear that, really strikes on a lot of people. And I'm not saying leave your job with no plan, but I am saying don't let the fear like overwhelm you. And I think yeah. a big part of it is how do we find the time in our days? I mean, like for some of us, like this is our full-time work, but yeah. some of the people like they speak part-time, they have a job that is full-time. So how do we get better at finding more time in our day to do the work now that creates our mm. lifestyle later? 
Totally, totally. And I'm so happy that you say that. You know, it's not, I'm like really the last person who's going to say, oh, you know, take the leap of faith and just drop and quit your job and do it all. I hate it when people say that. I mean, seriously, be realistic here. You, you got to survive. You got to earn. You got to provide for yourself, right? Or your family. So yeah, totally. No, it's, it's all about taking small steps. And that's the thing. Like we get overwhelmed. Why? Because we want it all and we want to reach I love using images, okay? So we want to reach like the top of the mountain. And if you look at the top of the mountain, it's like, oh my God, I'm never going to get there. It's way too difficult. It's way too far. Of course, because your goal is like way up there. It's like you suddenly want to go from a, a nine to five job or a career to a fully digital nomad or traveling the world. Or I mean, you, you, the gap is way too big. But if you break up that mountain into small hills, it's like, okay, yeah, I can climb a hill and then I'll look for the other hill and I'll look for the other hill, you know? And so what I'm, what I'm teaching a lot is like, take those small steps. Like what is for you with your goal? If you're listening here, what's your goal and how can you break it down? And it's the overwhelm that keeps us stuck because you, you're the gap between where you are now and where you want to be is way too big. And then what happens? Oh, well, you know, I can't do that. So, oh, well, I might as well not even start, right? No, don't do that. It's like, okay, how can I do it? What can I do today? You want to start a book? By the end of the year, you can have your book. I did it in six months, twice, two bestsellers. And I was working full-time plus doing the side, you know, online business growth plus writing a book. It's discipline. It's consistency. Stop watching that TV. You can write every day or, or three times a week, you set, you know, your alarm, you, 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 you write, you don't watch TV or you wake up early and you start writing a chapter or half a chapter or two paragraphs. It doesn't matter as small as the step is, but you're taking it and you're doing it. That's enough. If you want to go into public speaking, then start small, you know, start like a small thing in, in, in your local library. That's how I started too. It's like, hey, let's practice, you know, let's get better at this. I didn't become a TEDx speaker just like that. In fact, I used to be super shy, let alone speak on the stage. My gosh, no way, not me. But I tried and I pushed myself and I learned and all of that through, you know, throughout my jobs, you know, and I just took all these small steps and it's building my online business and it's starting to grow on, on YouTube. I mean, is my first video going to be like the videos now? No, and I'm still learning, but it's like, doing it like small things of course you know you don't start a youtube channel and and get a, a, you know 10,000 subscribers no but you make one video and another and another and another and yes it takes time and it takes patience and i'm the worst in patience i want things done yesterday but yeah i mean if you want something in life you have to start today and 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 not tomorrow or or like now like oh everybody's making new resolutions i love that you know it's like oh it's new year's now let's not now my goals are this and this and this and just start you know whether it's a monday or a sunday or a saturday just if you have a really really goal that you want to live a life with more meaning start taking those very very small steps and don't let you get overwhelmed you know it's all about the small steps and it's figuring out those small actionable steps um but once you yeah just yeah the ball has to start rolling in the process the process is is the fun game right yeah i mean it's definitely a long term you definitely starting is the hardest part and then being mm. patient is probably the second hardest part but yeah. You're patient. You keep putting in the work, especially on a platform like YouTube. It's very rewarding to pay off yeah. when it eventually does come. Rachel brings up a really fascinating point where 
I feel like when it comes to goal setting, we could be a little bit under an illusion where mm. we go after the tallest mountain instead yeah. of doing the small goals along the way. And there are two trades of thought here. There's, we set these impossible goals. I don't like using the word impossible, but I mean, it's like, you know, like an over-challenging goal, like to say you want to go from like zero business experience to like a million dollars each year. Technically it's possible, but it's a very, very strong goal. So you have these impossible goals and then you have the small goals that really don't push you uh, that much forward. So I'm wondering if you could share with us, how do we find that distinction, that difference between a goal that's like over challenging and just like impossible, doesn't make sense for us to go after it versus mm. a goal that is challenging, makes us better. And it is the type of goal we should go after. Mm. That's a really interesting question. And I don't want to answer it with the typical answer of make your goal smart and specific and measurable and actionable. And, you know, that's, that's kind of something you hear all over the place. Um, and you can Google that because I mean, it is important. I'm not saying that, but it, I think it goes deeper than that. I think, I think before you can even make a goal smart and start, you know, the steps to achieve it, I think you really have to dig down deep and make sure you know why you want to achieve it. And the reason I say that is I just made a video on that as well is because we have goals a lot of times because of, again, expectations or like, oh, but, you know, all over the media, they do this and that. And, you know, it's the thing I should do. And it's, it's, it's the goal I should have. And I want to become healthy and go to a gym every day. And I should do that. And I should quit smoking. And I should lose 10 kilos or, or, or five pounds or whatnot. It's all of these. But is it really, really what you want? And I think that's the hardest part for a lot of people is like digging deep inside of yourself and shut down all of the outside influences. And when you get really clear on what you want and why you want it, see, for me, it was like for the longest time I was doing other people's expectations. You know, I was, I was a real people pleaser on top of that. But it's like, oh, you, you know, I had a successful career climbing the corporate ladder because what? Because, yeah, but that, that's what expected from me, right? I mean, I'm, mm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm medicated and I have I'm a degrees and I, I should be doing that, right? So I thought I was doing the right thing, but inside, no. So it's only when I really was going deep inside, like, what is it that, I, that really makes me happy, that makes my life fulfilled? And then I start, okay, I love traveling. I love helping people. I love inspiring people. I, I you know, and, and so slowly I started, okay, how can I then break that down and how can I start moving towards it? And it, it's not all clarity and, and crystal clear in the beginning, but at least you have a goal that is really your purpose and resonates with you. So whatever goal you make, really ask yourself, why? Why am I having this goal? Is it really for me or is it because it's expected for me? And I think you have to really start there. Um, and, 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 and that's when, when you can start thinking, okay, now I, I really want this. This is really, really my life purpose. And I really want to go that route. And then you can start breaking it down. Like, okay, okay. If I want to become a TEDx speaker, then I should be a public speaker. Then I should stand on a smaller stage, maybe a group of people. Okay. Tomorrow I'm just going to do a little speech for my parents or for my brothers, or I don't know, my partner or, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, I think, I think, you know, first of all, be really clear within yourself and then take it from there. 
And I think Rachel brings up a phenomenal point where we're talking about how to create the life you desire. We're not talking about how to create the life that other people expect of you. If you want that episode, go somewhere else because (laughs) we're more focused on how do we create the life that you desire. And it's important to tap into your why and your why changes over time. I mean, uh, like, I feel like Rachel kind of taps into like the college graduate. Like, why do you want to go get this job? Like you're ambitious. Uh, It's like self-worth. It's uh, you're building up income and then you're in that job and you go deeper and deeper into it. And then it's like, what's your why now? And it's like, oh, I only want to really go up on the corporate ladder because of like bragging rights of like social status and things that don't matter when you're on your deathbed. What matters is, did you really live the life that you desire and continue to ask yourself why? Because some, like we change our whys. We can have a core why as to why we do it, but we have whys that uh, change over time. So it is good to keep tapping into that why, which is a really great point Rachel brought up. Can I add something really quickly? Because you you mentioned, um, you mentioned, um, you know, um, death. <laughs> I don't want to be dark, but I do have this one image that I just, I mean, that was my drive since, since the moment I started changing my life. And it's something that, that resonates with a lot of people is, um, when you're like, imagine you're nine years old or at least at, at the end of your life. Right. And, and you look back upon your life. What is the life you want to look back upon? Is it a life? Would you like to be saying, Oh, I'm so happy. I, I, I had the life that, you know, was pleasing him or her, or, you know, I was living their life. Or are you going to look back upon your life thinking, yeah, I really did what I wanted. You know, it's, it's, it's either the thing that, that drive me is, is like, I keep thinking, do I want to look back and think, what if I had done it? Yeah. What if I had, you know, t- taken that step? What if I had traveled? What if I, you know, what if? No, I don't, I don't, that's like so strong in my head. It's like, no, I don't want that. Every time I think of that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like right now I'm like super energetic. Like, no way. Like I want to look back upon my life and say, yeah, I lived the life that I wanted to live. I lived the life that I chose. And a lot of people are now listening, thinking, yeah, Rachel, that's easy to say. You're so lucky. And I get those comments sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah, that's easy. Well, no, it's not. Mark, you know, just like me, it's not easy. It takes effort, okay? It really, really does. It's like you said, you start from scratch and you just build and build and build. And, it, you know, and, and even if you have a family or partner or kid, I mean, it's your life. It's really your life. And I seriously believe that you can achieve the things that you want, but you have to put in the effort. And it's, again, the mindset like, yeah, I am going to try and, and not, you know, grow old thinking, oh, what if I had tried? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, that's, those are really great points right there. And you, you do hear about people who they have a near-death experience and they suddenly mm. change. Not to say I'm recommending having a near-death experience so you no. change. <laughs> and they're not going that way. But just think about that. Like there's the obituary mm. exercise you hear a lot of people talk about. Mm. Like write your obituary. Like what would it say? Would it say like this guy worked hard and tried to climb the corporate ladder and died somewhere yeah. in the middle of the ladder? Like that's not what you want there. Like you want different things that reflect the life that you desire. And yeah. it's a matter of, I mean, 
you could think of like Scrooge, like he had like one of those like near death experiences and then like his life changed. But uh, like just instead of having to have the experience, just uh, think about that obituary exercise or like put yourself in like a state where like you just imagine a scenario instead of acting it out. And you're like, oh, wow. And then you really value life a lot more. And you're like, I really have to get this lifestyle that I desire. I really have to propel with my public speaking. I really have to propel in this area I want to propel in before it's too late because someday it will be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And today's the day to start. Not New Year's, not, not a Monday, not next month, not your birthday, but just, yeah, just really start. Yeah. I mean, just start now. I mean, even if it's like yeah. just writing the outline because you're like late in the day and like whenever you're listening to this, but I mean, just any like writing down your goal or writing down your next action step really goes a long way in making that transformation mm. happen. Yeah. And one more thing while you're saying that, like writing things down really important. Um, but sometimes you're stuck and you don't know what to write down and what helps me a lot and could probably help your listeners a lot is just talk to people who are doing what you want to be doing. That's with every goal that I've had, like before I started writing a book, before I started, you know, public speaking, before I started my TEDx, before anything, I started asking a lot of people who were doing that. I talked to, you know, and I'm talking online here. I do everything I do online. So it doesn't have to be one-on-one or face-to-face, but just like, Hey, how did you start? You know, like, Hey Mark, you have, you know, YouTube and a podcast. How did you start? Oh, okay. And then, Hey, how did you start writing a book? Do you have any tips? You know, you know, and you just, yeah, that just ask. I always like, just don't, you know, people, people love helping, you know, especially if it's about them, like they have succeeded in their best selling books or podcasters. So of course they would love to give you at least, I'm not saying they're going to take your hand and say, okay, now you do this, now you do that. No, but at least, you know, just ask like, Hey, how did you start? And, and, and you're not alone in this. Okay. You're not alone. They've been in your shoes. You know, I've been there. You've been there. Like, so yeah, just ask. Yeah, I mean, asking around really great way to learn so many great things. That's one of the reasons I started interviewing people because I'm hoping I interview over a thousand people total by the end of 2020. I have no idea, but just each interview just allows me to learn more gives you listening more insights and just allows mm. us to enter this dialogue like we are now. And uh, mm. one of the things that I always like to recommend is if you do like our guest, if you do like Rachel, I am going to recommend that you do continue to follow her work after this episode. And we will be having links in the show notes. I'm wondering, Rachel, if you could share like some places we could find you. I know you have a gift you want to offer us. So I'm wondering if you could share a little bit on that. Yeah, thanks, Mark. And and likewise, you know, that's how this these things go. You know, you interview people, you learn, you grow, and you kind of help and support each other because, you know, you're going to follow me, I'm going to follow you, we're going to share this episode. I mean, yeah, it's just, um, we just want to help and inspire people to to really do something with their lives as well, you as me. So it's it's really, it's really, really great. People can find me, um, um, everything is my name. So if you can type my name, Rachel Smets, S-M-E-T-S, then that's it. So my website is rachelsmets.com. My YouTube is Rachel Smets. I put videos up every single week to really help you with that change and that mindset. 
um, you can, um, yeah, everywhere, really. Um, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of that. So everything is Rachel Smets. And um, below my YouTube videos, you'll find resources and links and stuff. But the one thing you mentioned is that, that free gift I want to offer, and I'll give you that link to put below the show notes. And that's um, because we've been talking so much about creating the life you desire and feeling stuck, you know, like what are those steps? And I, I, I mentioned the decision-making, I mentioned the fear, but I really created a, um, a seven-step process and I really take you through that to go from really feeling stuck to actually, you know, getting yeah, unstuck, literally, and start creating that life you desire. So I'll, I'll um, it's a training, it's a training video and it's, um, yeah, it's free, of course. So you just sign up and you get it right into your email box. So thank you, Mark, for letting me share that because I think, well, I hope that's going to help a lot of people. Rachel, definitely my pleasure. We will throw that link and every other link mentioned in the show notes of this episode. Uh, but once again, Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the Profitable Public Speaking Podcast. It was such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Have a wonderful day.